Hi there, welcome back to The Simple Truth. With Kent and Karen. So glad to have you guys with us. We actually had an interesting conversation with two of our children the other day. Yeah. And uh, we're, they were providing some input for us into our podcast, and they mm-hmm. made some special requests. Yes, this is our married children, and uh, they are avid podcast listeners. And so we thought, oh, okay, uh, this is the generation that loves to listen to uh, recordings and truth. And so they were giving us some tips, so we just asked them and said, what are some of the things that you want to talk about or hear about? And top of the list came out. Uh, conflict resolution in marriage. Uh Things like how to uh, fight fair and how to not defend yourself. All these kind of things that are real. And we're we're such experts on this topic (laughs) that we thought we'd try to address it today. We are not experts. But we we do have 32 years of working through some conflict. That's for sure. And we have had some conflict in that 32 years. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that, first off, I want to say is that so many people don't realize that we have... um, conflict in our relationship yeah and I, I think um let me just let us just say uh, we think it's kind of normal but one of the reasons that people don't see uh our conflict with each other and we work pretty close with a group of people and I'm sure our kids have seen it oh yes <laughs> and I think it's that th- um God's hand in our lives has helped us understand some of the wounding in other people's marriages mm. early and it was a benefit to us and I mm. think the one thing is we don't hide it or pose but we've also learned that in conflict we don't throw each other under the bus publicly mm. so while in some marriages humiliation is used um, to try and win the fight or make the point that's not something that I'm grateful that we haven't uh, done with one another and so that's one of the reasons why people don't tend to see us in conflict. But please believe us, (laughs) we do have it. And we'll try to give you some thoughts today. We do have some experience with it, absolutely. And it's actually really interesting. There is, I know I've really struggled with a big lie that as a believer, and this may have played into some things that, you know, it's almost like a shameful or embarrassment thing when conflict does come up. And, and I think that um, the nature and reality of marriage itself is just one of those things that you're going to have differences. Even the differences between male and female are huge. And so conflict will arise. But um, there can be almost some embarrassment around it. Like, oh, like we never fight. And and, and that's not true of any married couple. There, There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be uh, different opinions. There's going to be... Um, uh, lack of uh, sometimes like uh, even in communicating styles almost like a misunderstanding of one another and I think there's a difference a huge difference mm. between um, just the differences in the sexes that's really good we sometimes act like a difference is wrong or bad yes. when it's simply different from me and and the, it requires some humility mm. to recognize This is not a moral issue, an ethical issue, a spiritual issue, Mm. and it's not a right and wrong issue. It's an issue of opinion, maybe of preference, maybe it's a a request or just a misunderstanding. And a lot of conflict can actually, you can get a good uh, jump on it, so to speak, if you can learn to appreciate the differences. And by the way, because we tend to notice um, our own needs first, we would recommend notice your own spouse's needs first. So in other words, 
if you want to get an edge on conflict by understanding the differences, mm. climb inside of how a woman's heart and head works mm. as, a as a man and climb inside of how a man's head and heart works as a woman. And I mean, really study, mm. really learn, really invest yourself in it. I promise there'll be some huge eye openers. Mm. And, and we've even had this happen where we actually said, you know, where Karen has read things about a guy and then said to, a, say, a, a man who's a friend of ours, said, is this really how a <laughs> how guy a thinks? And, and he goes, oh, for sure. Yeah. Maybe because <laughs> it was hard to hear from me. Or I've said to, you know, a girlfriend uh, of ours, to, together, I mean, a lady who's a friend. <laughs> Careful how you say that. Yeah. Uh, no girlfriends. No girlfriends. <laughs> but actually say, you know, is yeah. this how a, a woman is this how a woman's heart works? And right. she goes, absolutely. Right. And so... It's just a bit of a shocker, can't it be? It, it's so so right out of the gate. We want you to realize, please mm. remember that your bent mm-hmm. as a person is to see things the way you see things. Mm. But it could be the total opposite of your spouse's. And it mm. doesn't mean you're right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean they're wrong. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we wanted to just discuss today was it's so important when you're in conflict, so, and it may not be at the moment that you're in the midst of conflict, but that even before conflict happens, that you understand some of your cycles and some of your, what we would call like conflict patterns or trigger cycles that get you into conflict. Um, You know, understanding like what you just said, Kent, about the differences between male and female, there's just natural conflict right there. But then there's also other trigger cycles that happen way before you even got together as a couple, way before the marriage began. And often we'll say that it's, it's it, the conflict trigger cycles happen in, in your family of origin. So in case you're wondering what a trigger is, that may not be a familiar world, word for you in our world. But um, just imagine this. A trigger is a little tiny thing mm. that sets off a really big explosion. Oh, yeah. It's a little, a trigger yeah. is a little tiny thing mm-hmm. that sets off a really big explosion. Yes. So, so in an, uh, an argument, so when we talk about trigger cycles... Um, in an argument or a conversation, when we get triggered, Mm -hmm. it can be a little thing that sets off a big thing. Mm -hmm. Now, the big thing may or may not belong even in that conversation, Mm -hmm. but we seldom lack the self-awareness and the self-discipline. And and if I can add the submission of submitting the trigger to Jesus, that so often we we don't see what's happening. Now, our spouse may see it, doesn't mean they understand it. Right. So, but a trigger is when something little sets off something much bigger. So you're talking about a reaction, really. Well, yeah, not just, it it may be an internal reaction, even if it's not an external reaction. Yeah. Well, I want to actually just talk a little bit about how I have dealt with conflict in the past, because it hasn't been pretty. Um, Because exactly what you were saying is that I had so many triggers, and I'm going to say because of unhealed areas in my life that I brought into the marriage that were there way before it became the story of us. Mm -hmm. And so I would have these emotional triggers so these reactions that would erupt. And, and so a lot of the triggers would bring me into a place of feeling offended and hurt. And so, you know, we would work through those and, you know, you would, as a man, very logically be like, you know, what's going on, what's happened. It would appear like you would need to try to fix it, but it really was not a fixable thing, was it? It was something that, um, you know, was deeply wounded in my heart. And so um, I would often blame 
you because I didn't know how, I didn't know where it was coming from. Or another good one is I process the situation over and over and over. Like we talk about it a lot. I notice you're being very quiet right now. No, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. <laughs> you know, we process it over and over and I'd bring it up again, sometimes three times. And we laugh about it now because it's like, okay, I'm a verbal processor. I love to verbally process. You've learned that about me, but it can be over the top where it's not really getting any traction. And so, you know, I had a hard time taking right responsibility, a hard time taking right ownership for this. I didn't understand where it was coming from. So it could seem like I wasn't being very humble in a fight. And I would probably say I wasn't humble in a fight. Well, let me jump in here because uh, your wound may be in that area, but my wound is in over-responsibility. And when someone doesn't take proper responsibility for me, it I often have taken it personally. And so if you can hear what we're saying in this, <laughs> so I would try to take responsibility right. and try to deal with what I needed to fix, what I needed to repent of, what I needed to take to God, mm-hmm. what I needed to mature and grow in, wounds I needed to... So the hard thing is, is though, if you take responsibility to the over responsibility Mm. or you take responsibility in an under responsibility although what you're hearing between us sounds like the perfect storm it is the perfect storm it it is the perfect storm it doesn't mean we resolve conflict though it Mm. means that we got into an unhealthy habit Mm. of of dealing with not resolving Mm -hmm. not working it through Mm -hmm. it's just that i would take too much karen would take too little but neither of us it we're not taking the truth right we're not embracing reality we're creating our own uh, reality, if you will, out of our wounds, mm-hmm. which is actually an unreality. Right. So I, I hope yeah. you can follow that okay. Yeah. So this is often, you'll you'll hear us talk on marriage about how one person's wound touches another person's wound. Exactly. That would be a great explanation of what was going on in our fighting. And so for us, I love the, the fact that you said we are never getting to the truth. And uh, you love truth. I know you love it so much and you desire it. And, and, and it is exactly what the Lord wants us to, to walk into is truth. Uh, for me, I just was never able to get to the root of what was going on. And so that was not something you could ever fix in me. That was something I actually had to, at, at some point, take right responsibility for and go to God because this cycle would just go on and on and on and nothing ever really gets um, resolved. And so for me, I like peace. And so I have this like little barometer. So I don't think anybody loves to fight. No. I mean, maybe, well, maybe some people do, but I have this barometer that I love peace and I love, I love unity. And so when these cycles would happen, they're very distressing and upsetting. Um, But, you know, there was a lot more underneath my wound that I needed healing for from Jesus because um, it affected our relationship. So I, you know, just being crushed and, you know, a wounded spirit. And so to give you some hope, I guess, um, to say that a lot of good traction has come by me owning some of these things and inviting the Lord into the root systems that happened way before I met you. But even just understanding, like, because peace is a good thing. Somebody could be listening and say, well, what's wrong with that? The fact is, I also love peace. We had two different ways of how we get there. so true. And we both love peace for different wounded reasons. Right. 
So, so bear in mind, when there's a wound, if that wound hasn't been healed, there could be a trigger attached to the wound. Mm. So in other words, you can say, well, it looks really nice on the surface because we both want peace. Right, but, but our if attempt we, to get there is well, different. Sure, and, and if we want peace because of a broken area in our, mm. our lives, you could be wanting something good mm. out of self-protection or self-comfort. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to serve your spouse out of out of self-protection or self-comfort. We'll, we'll talk about that in another way. So we can pursue peace by protecting ourselves. We can do it in a lot of different ways. But the fact of the matter is, as Karen has mentioned, that both of us, and I, I needed actually to take my wound to Jesus. Mm. And the whole responsibility thing, the whole mm. desire for peace, and, and I needed to take it to him first. Because if I took it to Karen first, I was actually taking something to her that I hadn't submitted. So um, mm. I, I, I learned that one the hard way yeah. and I had to own some of my reactions and, and then, you know, just let the Lord. And it wasn't like a quick prayer thing. It was actually mm-hmm. a process. And uh, but it, it helped me. Funny enough, although my bent would be towards responsibility, it helped me towards taking right responsibility mm. and then having to wait on the rest mm. with him. And mm-hmm. waiting can be difficult. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky thing, isn't it? When it's, you start yeah. unpicking some of these wounded areas and you start realizing that, you know, um, I think what we're saying here, too, is maturity. Um, God wants us to mature. Absolutely. And so maturity, um, you know, gosh, I think back into the early years when we would have conflict and some of the ways that we would cope, I would shut down. Oh my goodness. You would shut down. We wouldn't talk to each other for a little while. I mean, we didn't let it go on a long time. It was very, very short. Yes, because I don't think either of us could handle being mad at each other for no. very long. Um, so we kind of, like you had said in the beginning, we, we didn't fight, I guess... We didn't fight dirty, um, but at the same... We didn't fight healthy. We didn't fight healthy, exactly. And so as you mature, um, there should be some healthy responses, you know. Now when we get into an argument or fight, I I can see that both of us kind of take a bit of a step back and kind of do that internal processing rather than, you know, we may say some things that aren't... um, helpful or kind or you know at the moment but then there's this process and you can tell that both of us kind of go away not to punish one another but to process it and often with the Lord like what's going on here sometimes too um, there are conflicts that arise because we are simply walking into some spiritual warfare as well, well and I so think that, that is like a whole nother thing isn't I think it? that needs to be a podcast all on its own it does. Um, we have to own the spiritual warfare yes. for sure and we'll talk about that maybe we'll, maybe we'll we'll add that on our list of podcasts yeah, that's but a great I, one. I, I think too is this maturation process mm. where you, you don't let your, your mouth always speak mm. what you're thinking or feeling, or at least check your emotions mm. or submit your emotions before you go to your spouse because it's mm. those emotions aren't bad, mm. but they can certainly create a serious unreality. Mm-hmm. And we can do some damage in our marriages when we just kind of spout off what's going on yeah. inside us. So um, if we, why don't we explain a trigger cycle and what yeah. to do with it? Because we've kind of dri- opened that up. We've opened that up. <laughs> well, a trigger cycle really is obviously it's a sore spot. I I like to explain it as something like in we we use the terminology wound. And if you think about a wound that you get in the natural, like on your body, often there is a you know an infection. There's like a say, time a bruise, for maybe. Yeah, like I wounded my knee and my leg. Uh, I broke it, and so I needed surgery, and that wound needed time to 
heal. And so we gave it that time to heal. Um, so often wounds in us don't get time to heal or space to heal because they happened so long ago. I actually remember when you were, when you hurt your leg, somebody came up jokingly and grabbed it oh. to say, does that really hurt? Oh gosh. And it went, and, and obviously it was so tender oh. that the pain just put oh. you right through the ceiling almost. Yeah, it really did. I was about to like strangle the person. Yes, but but we did. Anyways, don't worry, no one died. But it's, it's like if you think about a trigger is a wound and that there's a sore spot there. That's a really great analogy, Ken, where somebody has touched my sore spot, but I'm not totally aware of when that's going to pop up. And there is a reaction. And I think triggers always produce a reaction in the present, but they may have nothing to do with the present, or it could be a combination of old and new. Well, this is really important because if a trigger touches into old pain, then you're bringing pain into the conversation that doesn't actually belong there. Mm. And it's really important that when you're triggered, if I'm triggered by Karen, that's not actually her responsibility. Mm. That's my responsibility. Now, now be great as she gets to know me and as we mature, mm. she'll get to know my triggers and hopefully she'll be more tender or gentle Sensitive. around them. Sensitive. Sure. Yeah. But ultimately, it's not her responsibility. It's mm. my responsibility because that's an unhealed part of my heart. Mm. That's still there. I mean, there's got to be something to explode in order for there to be an explosion. Mm -hmm. Right. And so triggers are touching a sore spot. The sore spot needs the healing and the attention and the time. And if it doesn't get it, it turns into a cycle. Mm-hmm. where you kind of get this explosion or this reaction and it just goes on and on and on. You might get through the cycle and then, you know, sort of say sorry to each other or enough time passes where you're not so awkward around each other. But the thing is, it'll happen again and it'll happen again. And so the idea is to invite Jesus into these sore spots and and, and to also understand this is where the enemy loves uh, to operate in these wounded areas in marriage. And that uh, made me think about the scripture in Mark 3, 24 to 26. And it's, a, it's a really about division because often when we're in these reactions and triggers, it creates what? A distance and yes. it, uh, almost like a disunity and a division between us. So it says, if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And so, you know, in your very own home, this is these this is why it's so important to have some of your wounds healed because this is the place where division loves to to, to and you get confused in it too don't you because there is a spirit of disunity and there is a need for healing a desperate need for healing I think so obviously this conversation about triggers could be much longer than a few minutes but let us share a few thoughts the first thing that's really helped Karen and I is awareness mm. now Awareness is messy because it means facing the real you. And we all think that we've faced the real us, but the more we mature, (laughs) the more we choose to face who we really are and, and where we're wounded. And when you can face where you're wounded, you can recognize when that gets tugged at or brought into a conversation where it doesn't belong and just say, hold on a sec, I'm so sorry. This is me. It's not you. Now, that's also right responsibility. Mm. So that's big on my list. But (laughs) as soon as that happens in a conversation, Mm. you diffuse a whole bunch of Mm -hmm. things. We had a situation, actually, where we were having some conflict. I was getting triggered by something. And I was able, it was probably like the first time this has happened in a good way. And I was able to take right responsibility for it. 
because the emotions were coming, the reaction was coming. And I think I, I spoke out and said, oh my gosh, like, wait a minute. I think this is me. And you looked at me and were just like, I think I could see it blessed you. I could see it ministered to you. I could see love all over your face because I was taking right responsibility. I wasn't putting it on you, but what I was simply saying is I'm having an emotional outburst because I'm being triggered right now. Um, and often my trigger could be things like, no, not feeling good enough or feeling like a failure. And at that moment, I wasn't feeling very good. And so it, it's like it, if the Lord allowed us to go through it, we, I caught it with his help. And I could see just like, oh my gosh, it just brought like almost like a, um, it, it actually brought, uh, it brought peace. It brought peace, true peace, but it actually brought a, like a deep understanding. And I think conflict, and, and this is what I, I wonder about. I'm not saying that we are, we know all the ins and outs of how to do this, but I wonder about if it's meant to bring people together, that we are battling against you know, sinful thoughts and desires and selfishness and our carnal natures, our sin-filled nature. But I wonder if the Lord is just like, like, you know, longing for us as his kids to be able to resolve conflict in ways where we're like, it's, it's truth-based and, 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 and to see the intimacy and the compassion that can grow for each other in that moment. And I remember, and I, it was like one of those moments for both of us, wasn't it? I think you almost had tears in your eyes um, because it was, we, hadn't, we hadn't reached that before. Um, it was a breakthrough moment. It was a breakthrough moment. And interesting, the, the, whatever we were arguing over <laughs> yeah, was, was done in that moment. It, it totally was. dispelled it yeah. and it actually brought peace. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a good good moment. It was a breakthrough moment. I it think. It was. And um, you need to have those moments together as a couple. Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots we could say about this. I think one of the things is when you when you pay attention to your own woundedness, you're trying to fight forward hmm. rather than fight dirty. Again, we could do a whole podcast on how sure. how do you fight fair and how do you fight dirty, yeah. and maybe we'll try that. But what we're encouraging you here is is pay attention to those things that get triggered and take those first. To Jesus, mm. because that taking that ownership of your own wounded heart, which is kind of the the really the center of the conversation, is your heart and your spouse's heart. Taking responsibility for your own wounded heart and taking it to Jesus is actually a huge step in maturity for you, mm. and can give you some really great advantages and keys in a conversation, especially an intense conversation. <laughs> Because, we call those intense conversations right. intense fellowship. Right, because self-awareness <laughs> is a big, a big part of it. Yeah. Why don't you uh, show us, read that for us? Yeah, Colossians 3, uh, 12 to 15 says, Put on there, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Yeah, and I think this so it's such a great scripture that invites us into the resources of heaven mm. when we're trying to build relationships. I think, friends, please remember, it's hard to remember sometimes, that um, we need the resources of God, mm. the God of love, yes. to show us how to love. And it's okay to pray that he give you the keys and the tools 
to, for how you handle conflict well together and fight forward. We want to pray for you before we leave you. Father in heaven, uh, we, all, we know that our world right now is full of conflict. And the evil one is, is behind so much of it. And here is your son who you called the Prince of Peace. We actually want you, Lord Jesus, to rule in our hearts and our homes. And so I pray that you'd show us how to really fight, how to fight the evil one, how to fight the powers of darkness, how to fight for each other's hearts, but to do it humbly and uh, literally knowing how to bring our wounds and our triggers to you so that you can bring your healing and we learn how to love at a whole new level. Thank you for your generosity, Lord, that we can't ask for more than you can provide. And so in the name of Jesus, we come to you asking, show us how to love well, even when we're in conflict. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining this episode of The Simple Truth. 